For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Davey Hudson. I appreciate you joining me today. Before we get started, I ask it every week, and I'm going to ask it again. Do you believe in our Titans? Because I know I do. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary and tune in, and you can find us at believe.com and at believe podcast as B L E A V. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Davey underscore Hudson, D A V E Y. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, hey, please contact us at believe.com. We'll be happy to help you get set up as we bring you all the up to date information on the Tennessee Titans while we throw in a hot take in here or there. On this week's show, I'm going to give the top three things you need to know that's happened the past week for the Titans. I'm going to switch it up a little bit this week. We're going to do a rapid fire for our main topic. There's just so many little things that I kind of want to dive into. I feel like that would be the best approach. And we're going to get into the Titan Up mailbag and see what you, the listeners, are curious to know about as it relates to all things Titans. So the number three thing that has happened this week, I guess it's important to say that uh, we finally have Vic Beasley signing his one-year contract deal with the Titans. The pen is finally to the paper. The ink is dried. He's going to be wearing two-tone blue. And that helps us at the edge position because as I get to number one, we'll, we'll talk about Clowney and where we stand there. Number two on the list, the Titans have signed former Atlanta Falcons offensive tackle Ty Sambrello. Now, this is huge. This is a big signing in my opinion because Sambrello joins Taylor Lewan and Dennis Kelly as a tackle to have a receiving touchdown for his career and really if you're kind of looking at him in pads I I mean he's got the long hair like Dennis Kelly so he's going to be stepping in as battling for that swing position tackle for if Lawan or Kelly were to have to miss some time the fact you can just fill in there uh, the running joke was that Arthur Smith is going to have a filled day with all these tackles that can catch and I'm, I'm here for it. I love the trick plays. I would think I think everyone else agrees with me on that. You can't get enough big guy touchdowns because, as John Madden says, you get a big guy touchdown, you get a big guy dance. So, a little replacements reference for you there. Number one on the list, and uh, I, I, I don't know what's going on. No one knows what's going on. Jadavion Clowney, he still is not signed. What is he doing? No one knows. There was a report that surfaced last week that he might wait until training camp before he makes his decision on where he's going to play there's even been talks that Clowney could wait all the way up until training camp before he decides to make a decision I mean there there are sources close to him that feel that that could be the case it's just he's cost himself a lot of money at this point obviously as a Titans fan like I I want to have him when you look at the available pass rushers in free agency he's the best one I don't think you're going to find anyone to argue that point so I, I would love to have him join the Titans, but I mean, this is just being a headache. And 
if you wait until training camp, here's why this is a terrible idea. And I'm just going to go ahead and kind of transition from talking about this with the number one thing to happen into our, our rapid fire topics for the day. It's terrible. If this is your strategy and you're clowning, it's a terrible move because he said his main thing is wanting to go to a contender. Well, if he waits until training camp, all these contenders, they're not just going to wait and not go and sign people to fill in positions that's going to affect their salary cap. I mean, if Clowney's wanting as much as people are saying, which he's not going to get the $20 million. like That's just not going to happen. There, there, there's no way at this point. It, his market's probably somewhere down into like thirteen to $15 million a year range. Um, you can call me crazy, but the, the longer he waits, the more I see his price tag dropping. And so as he continues to wait, these teams, they've got to make these other moves. So he's only hurting himself. And as he pr- continues to wait longer, it leads me to believe he is only going to sign a one-year deal. He's not going to sign a long-term contract when he's taken this long, and obviously his market isn't what he expected it to be. At at this point, he's probably thinking, all right, well, I'm going to have to come back in 2020, and I'm going to have to just go balls to the wall and then hopefully get rewarded in the end. I mean, we talked last week, like, Clowney was our main talking point on the show. Titans and Seahawks, Titans and Seahawks, that's that's pretty much everything I had been hearing. That's what all the reports were looking as if that was the case. And the longer it seemed to take for him to make his decision, because I, you know, I'll be honest, I thought he was going to sign last week at some point. I think even I even went on the record and said that. The longer it takes, the more likely I feel like he's wanting to stay or he will just re-sign with Seattle. But the crazy thing that came out yesterday is that there's a source, and I, I talked about Everson Griffin last week as far as possible guys the Titans could go after to play play at the edge. A source close to him is saying that he definitely has interest and is looking at wanting to sign with the Seattle Seahawks, but the Seahawks are waiting on Clowney. So if they don't re-sign Jadavion Clowney, it looks as though they'll go get Griffin. But the problem is how long can you wait? How long can you wait before you make that decision and you possibly lose both? You know, bird in the hands worth two in the bush. And I mean, there's at least a tie there when you're looking at Everson Griffin. He played his entire career with Pete Carroll at USC in college. So he'd love to probably get back with his all his old college coach. But again, like what do the Titans do if they don't get clowny? You know, there's there's growing reports. And honestly, I would the name I'm about to throw out, I would rather have, but unique in Gakwe. Defensive end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Things are not going well for him in Jacksonville. Him in Jacksonville, their personnel, they're not getting along. Unique is ready for a trade. He's even came out and said that. You kind of saw this happen last year with the Jaguars. They, they just can't seem to pl- please their players. And this was the situation with Jalen Ramsey last year. He wanted out. And Jacksonville, their defense, like, I mean, from what you saw a couple of years ago, you thought, all right, they're not far away from being in the playoffs. I mean, they made it to an AFC championship. They, they made a good run at it. And now it's all falling apart. That defense is is pretty much disbanded and getting rid of Unique, who's been in the league since 2016. I, I'm, I'm fairly certain he was a third rounder in 2016. And obviously the Jaguars are wanting to get more out of him than that. But if you're the Titans, would, would they be willing to take a second for him? Obviously the Titans' second round pick this year is later in the draft or later in that round. So I don't know if that would be enticing enough. And also you got to think about would they want to trade him within the division. You don't generally see that happen. 
But for Ngakwe, he has to sign his franchise tag to be traded, and then they would have to work out a new deal with him. But, I mean, statistically speaking, he's had more sacks in less years than Clowney has. Like, for, over the course of, like, Clowney's career in the NFL, and then Clowney's got six years. I mean, Ngakwe's got 37 and a half sacks in four years. He's had no less than eight sacks a, a season. Sign me up, man. Like, I'll, I'll take that. From the edge position, I mean, that's that's kind of where I'm at. It's like Ngakwe, Clowney, don't know what's going to happen there. But Clowney's that domino everyone's waiting to see fall. Once that happens, you'll see a lot of things get in line. And again, I, I mentioned it last week, obviously there are bigger things than just football right now that the country and the world is facing with the coronavirus. But the coronavirus really has changed how the NFL is having to administer physicals. It's changed how teams are allowed to examine free agents, players that they're wanting to bring in. It's just completely changed how how people at the top in the NFL have done things for forever. And so it's kind of thrown them for a curveball. They're kind of trying to work around it. But this has been just something that's been a thorn in the side for so many different reasons. But, I mean, I, I guess on the bright side, like seeing as we don't have sports right now, the fact that Jadavion is making this just so difficult for everyone, it's like, come on, man, like we ain't got much else to talk about. So at least you continuing to put off signing with the team gives us talking points. I mean, I, I never thought I'd come to that. Just me complaining about this. I thought we'd have other things going on. Like in the world of sports, I mean, we should we should be getting ready for the final four right now. But but here we are. I digress. So I did want to also cover uh, one of the other things I wanted to get to this week was some of the changes that have happened. Titans haven't made a ton of moves in free agency. I kind of told you that, yeah, they went out and they got Tyson Borello. Uh, he's the only guy that they've signed since last week. I still don't have the details on his contract. But as far as other players going elsewhere, I know I ran through some of these last week. I talked about Jack Conklin, Marcus Mariota. I, I think I even mentioned LaShawn Sims was going to Cincinnati. That was the joke, too. It's like Clowney was waiting on Sims to leave before he came here. If you go back to that uh, that NFL Network piece. But uh, I, I guess as far, as far as updating where former Titans are, uh, Tajay Sharp, he is headed to Minnesota. He's got a one-year deal there. Another former wide receiver and kick returner for the Titans, Darius Jennings. He has signed with the Los Angeles Chargers. And uh, defensive tackle Austin Johnson signed with the New York football giants. And we talked about Deion Lewis last week. But, I mean, that that's basically it as far as former Titans. Uh, some of the names that have yet to sign that are on the uh, notable names on the Titans list of free agents. Uh, we know they waived Deion Lewis, Delaney Walker, Cameron Wake, Ryan Suckup. Uh, Lewis is the only one of those four that is signed elsewhere. Still waiting to hear about Logan Ryan, Wesley Woodyard. I mean, just as a leader at the inside linebacker position, I mean, I, I would love to bring Woodyard back. I feel good with Evans and Brown. We're in good hands at the inside linebacker position, but from a leadership standpoint, you can't really beat what Woodyard brings to the team. He's been around. He knows it. And I, I think without having Dean Pease here this year, having Wesley Woodyard back, he would be able to at least kind of help bridge that gap. I mean, the coaching staff has just raved about Woodyard's leadership ability. He's been with the team for several years now, and uh, I would love to see them bring him back on a veteran deal. 
Just keep him around. He's still got some game left in him from what I've seen. But yeah, those are the notable names for the free agents that, that have yet to sign. I know we talk about cornerback a lot because that is a position that Titans, that they got to do something, whether it's through the draft or they go out and get somebody in free agency, even though more names have kind of come off the board for the cornerback position in free agency so far this year. Uh, Tremaine Brock, who the Titans, they picked him up off of the waiver wire this past season. Uh, he got he got released by the Cardinals, and he came in and he helped uh, provide some, some snaps whenever we got into the playoffs after we had some issue with the cornerback uh, position when it came to health. So he's also still available. And Ty Smith, another cornerback. It looks as though we will do a NFL draft preview show either next week or the following week. I, w- I was still kind of waiting to hear uh, the NFL finally said that they look as though the first round will still be conducted on Thursday, April the 23rd. Obviously, there will be some changes as far as formatting uh, it's not looking as though the players will be in attendance, but it'll still be something that fans will be able to tune into on television. And I am interested to see how they handle all the logistics surrounding the draft. Uh, I know fans are kind of curious what the Titans are looking to do with their 29th pick against John Robinson. Like right now, I feel like you got to go edge or you got to go corner if you don't make any moves in free agency. So we'll see. Again, there's, I mean, when you look at the skill players in this draft, they're deep. It's a very deep draft whenever it comes to that. But everything will play out in, in due time. Uh, another note, the NFL owners voted yesterday to expand the playoffs to seven teams in each conference. I have talked about this before, and I'll say it again as a Titans fan. Love it. Someone that's usually looking at nine and seven every year. We've been on the the cut line for what seems like the last four seasons where week 17 is win and get in. Two years you made it, two years you didn't. Adding that extra week could be, or adding adding that extra team very well could be the difference for Titans fans moving forward. Granted, I'd love to get off the 9-7 and seven line uh, next year, or well, I say next year, this coming season if we play it, which I'm, I'm hopeful we will, is the last year of the 16 game regular season after that we're jumping up to 17 game regular season so the titans theoretically won't be able to go nine and seven anymore they could go nine seven and one which would i would allow the streak to continue if that is the case but what the heck just go ahead and make it five straight years of nine and seven get in the playoffs see what happens from there i mean this year was a great indicator of anything can happen once you get in but like i said there was just a lot of little things i felt we needed to address on the show today. And with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and turn our attention to the Tighten Up Mailbag. Had several responses this week. We should be able to get to at least two for today's show. And again, always feel free to send those in. You can DM me on Twitter at Davey underscore Hudson, or you can send me an email at dehudson11 at gmail.com. Always appreciate the the engagement. There wasn't just one question on this. I actually had three questions uh, all around the same line of, what are the chances that the NFL season starts on time? And I, I know the coronavirus has caused a lot of disruption across all forms of industry. But right now, with how the NFL is handling things, I am I am just of the mindset of going to be ready to go once September rolls around. I, I think with as of right now, there's 23 weeks left until the start of the regular season. Now, granted, there are a lot of things that have to take place before that whenever you're looking at teams getting there for 
looking at OTAs, training camp, the whole nine yards, and then once you get into preseason. So could that possibly leave it to where the NFL is having to either push back the start dates for the NFL? Are they playing in stadiums without fans? Or even do we just shorten the season? I don't know. It seems like these are all possibilities. But again, until I hear it's not happening, I choose to believe that it will happen. Uh, that That's what I need to kind of get me through it. I don't even want to think about coming up to the end of summer and not having football to get me into the fall. Uh, it's, a, it's a tradition that I have known my entire life. So obviously throwing me for a loop and I, I sure that, or I can bet that most people listening to this and just football fans in general agree that is not something you want to have to miss. The cancellation of the NCAA basketball tournament, that was enough to just kind of get me in a, a little bit of a funk when you're looking at just throwing people out of a routine. So obviously we will see what happens there. But yeah, until it, until you know otherwise, I'm of the mindset of it's happening. We'll get there. There will be some changes as far as how things are conducted to probably continue the social distancing policies. But I choose to believe we will have football until we don't have football. Next question comes in from Charlie in Knoxville. Charlie writes, Davey, I know it's super early, but as of right now, what do you predict the Titans record will be for the 2020 football season? Charlie, thank you for the question. I, this is one I've been kind of going back and forth on, and obviously I, I make all the 9-7 and seven jokes since we've had that going for four straight years, and we're probably going to make it five. And if you're a betting man, you'd probably just be like, you know what, just just put the money, just go ahead and put the mortgage on 9-7. and seven. Uh, But I, I like to think with the pieces that we have returning on both sides of the ball, more so the offense, like I, I would like to think this team could get to 10 wins. I, I think 10-6 and six is, is probably where I would predict this team at. My biggest question, Mark, and I've kind of talked about this before, is with Dean Pease retiring, how does Mike Vrabel handle calling the defense? And I know he's he's done a good job of calling defenses before, but he's not done a good job whenever he's had to handle defense of play calling and coaching, head coaching at the same time. Now, with that said, the one game where he had to do that against the Colts, where Dean Pease had to be rushed to the hospital, that was one of those situations you just you weren't able to prepare for. You weren't expecting that at all. So that is not a good game to judge Vrabel's defensive play calling on while also being a head coach but I've said it on numerous occasions I just do kind of get a little nervous whenever it comes to clock management does Vrabel sometimes get caught up in the defense to where he might make a mistake that's pretty critical that's just one of those things you can't afford to have happen so watching the transition from Vrabel taking over and how smooth that is that, that I mean that'll be your answer for how this team does if, it, if it's not smooth I could easily see this team having uh, eight nine losses but if it kind of goes without much of a hitch in the plan and the offense continues to develop and build around their key units no reason you shouldn't see 10 and 6 I would say ceiling on this team's 11 and 5 I'd like to be more optimistic than that but I mean we're talking about a team that they've not had 10 wins in over a decade so Charlie, thank you for the question. Uh, that looks as though all we will have time for today. I'd like to thank you all for joining me. As always, if you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. As always, that's B-L-E-A-V. And you can find me, Davey Hudson, at Davey underscore Hudson on Twitter and Instagram. I hope you all have a great rest of your day. I hope you all are staying safe. I look forward to talking with you all next week.
And as always, tighten up. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.